The Man About Town podcast is brought to you by Susan's Heating and Air. Greetings. Been a hot spell here in the final weeks of June in Manteca. And inside the studios of the Manteca podcast, 35 acres in a microphone facility, I've got it comfortable. The temperature is great. Blessed to be able to have AC cooling me down. That's not a segue, actually, though. It might sound like it as I open the show talking about my sponsor, Sousa's Heating and Air, HVAC. And Mark Sousa, who's the owner of a third-generation business with the family name attached to it, the Sousa family here locally, is where the business has always been heating and air. They are HVAC specialists. And Mark told us his story last week on the show. I thank him for being the sponsor, too, of the podcast. We had lost our sponsor just till a couple of months ago, and that with uh, now two weeks left in the season, I've been doing this as a time capsule, a gift to Manteca, an audio archive on the internet. It'll be here forever as far as we know. Doesn't seem like the internet's going to be over soon. For one year, weekly, season one, it's been fun, but it's been a difficult thing to get done, especially as it was a year that we were transitioning back to normal from COVID. I took on 52 weekly podcasts featuring people I thought were important to Manteca. Important people in this place that we've always lived. Episode 51 we're at. Let me handle some quick business for Mark by telling you to use him here locally if you need anything HVAC. He's going to tell you to your face why the Sousa Heating and Air crew is there to do the job you need done and not be a glorified quote unquote car salesman. Sorry to the car salesman out there, but a glorified car salesman to use a descriptive. You know, AC businesses, some of them are slimy. They're not there to help people, but they're there to make a lot of money while doing something that might be unnecessary, which is helping, quote unquote. Well, bless their hearts. But we heard our friend Dr. Sean Sengelang say the dental business, things changed. Business has clouded the issue and there seems to be an upsell of sorts. He refuses to do that. Mark Souza says, just like Sean, he won't do it either. And that when he's dealing with you during the estimate and through the job, he does it like a TV station reporter is following him with a camera. That's the difference in this HVAC business and others. You'll get the basic option. You'll get a middle option. You'll hear about the biggest option. And Mark says he wants you to go out and get four estimates before you just go with him. Check things out. Out. And in a businessman sense, that's very noble to do. With that mindset, Mark wanted to write a book so people can have an insight on the HVAC business and what it entails. Sort of lifting back a curtain so you can see what's on the other side. And you'll be armed with a reference book to know what the things are to do if your AC or heating is on the blink. He wrote the HVAC Almanac and I asked him personally about it, a Manteca author. And here's what it sounded like when I asked him about it last week. What made you write a book? There's a lot of information about HVAC that the, the common person doesn't know. So I decided to write kind of this HVAC for dummies, but also I wanted to educate them on the latest and greatest technologies and products that are out on the market. Cause I could probably spend an additional hour on, on every service call going over this, but five minutes is precious out in the field. So I just said, you know what, I'll write a book about it and I'll, I'll hand it off to them. So that way uh, they have all the information that they need. That way they won't get ripped off. They'll know when it's time to repair versus replace. And they'll get a little bit of a bonus history about it. People can find you online, Sousa360 to see everything you're about, including the book? That's right. The book will be the first thing that pops up. It'll give you a option to go to Amazon to pick it up. Also, it has all my social media and website, YouTube, uh, and all my platforms all in one site. Mark Sousa, Sousa's Heating and Air. Thank you for the sponsorship. If you want to purchase this book, it can be done at Sousa360.com. It's $19.97. On the show today, I just want you to listen. Show's not going to be very long. Doing this podcast was an enormous undertaking and a lot more difficult than I imagined as far as getting guests booked and not only get them booked, but to the interview without them getting cold feet or just flat out deciding they didn't want to do it after they committed to me. And there was a lot of them. I mean, I had a season and a half of guests confirmed before I started, like between 80 and 85 something names. Now, listen closely. 
I had so many of the original folks that I had confirmed bow out that I had to dig into the second season to slate guests for season one. And listen, I'm not mad. As a broadcaster, things don't always go your way. Not even in live radio. I once had Tanya Tucker show up to the radio station for an interview. We had given away 12 passes for people to stand in the studio with me while I interviewed Tanya Tucker live on the air. Tanya Tucker, let me tell you a quick story. Tanya Tucker was coming from Vassalia, and there's a station down there. And the station van pulls up. We're far away. It's an older van. The station van pulls up, the doors open up, and out comes Tanya Tucker, her road manager slash lover, and her daughter. And maybe one other person. Four people. This is a van that doesn't have any seats in it. This is a van that stores everything. So for hours from Visalia area, they drove up. They dumped her. I use that word. Loosely, they dumped Tanya Tucker out into the uh, parking lot and threw her bags out. They slammed those doors shut and off went the radio station van back to Visalia. Didn't seem very happy. I'm sort of happy that she's there, man. She's a legend. And what a great voice. One of the best female voices in country music. One of the oldest voices still around based on when she started in the 70s. But Tanya comes in. She says, I need to get freshened up. The bathrooms are not very far from the control room door. About, man, 25 feet maybe. And I've got all the listeners in the studio with me. Okay, we're not used to having people in there. It's our domain. Radio DJs have their domain in the studio. You're not allowed to go in there unless somebody asks you in. Even if you're asked in, you're not supposed to be in there. Because there's a show going on. You're talking and, and there's a show going on and things that are going on over the radio might get screwed up if you're not paying attention. So, I had these people here. First, she arrives late. These people are already here expecting to see Tanya Tucker sing. Tanya Tucker goes into the bathroom and doesn't come out for the next hour. We're knocking on the door and telling Tanya Tucker, come on into the studio. We're ready. These people have been here for a while. I'll be right there. She was smoking cigarettes in the bathroom, putting them out on the sink. She was doing her makeup and blow drying and all of this stuff. Like we were in, in, in Nashville and she was set to go on at the Ryman or at the Opryland. Finally, she came out. We did the interview and Lud, a guy named Lud and his boy, they decided to take her to the next appearance in Reno. So Ludd and the homie loaded everything up after this perfect interview that Tanya Tucker just didn't come to for an hour. I had to sit uncomfortably in the studio with all of these people. Anyway, booking people, them saying yes, getting them to the event, getting them in the studio and getting it done, even if you're a famous country star like Tanya Tucker, sometimes it doesn't go according to plan. So after confirming, we're at a week where I had two people that were going to be on. Neither one of them got me their names back. So I either bother them, bother them, bother them, or I just go, you know what? I'm going to get Mark his ad and we'll do a greatest bits as the final show. But episode 51, there's no interview. And I just don't know what to say. I don't want this to be sour beans on this particular episode 51 because it's not. I've had so much fun. I just can't do a show if people aren't going to come through on their commitment. That's all. That's all it ends up being. And we've had that happen with two shows left. I might not do the, the end of year. Maybe someone hears this and calls and goes, hey, you know, listen, I, I do you want me in there? Got some very, someone very important that said they do it, but they haven't sent me all the people that I need to interview. Do I call? Do I bother? I've already been doing that, <laughs> you know? So next week, I'll do a retrospect show, a few funny flashback stories from shows past, or my final guest confirms and sends me the stuff that I need to do the interview. There could be some stuff in next week's show that may or may not have made a podcast. 
next week on the Mantica Podcast, the Man About Town, the finale. I thank you for following us. I love you all listening. It's funner than no one listening. You can pick up Mark's Almanac at Sousa360.com, the HVAC Almanac, and I'm here. If you'd like to email or text, let me put out my number in case you want to text. I'm 209-665-6981. You got to tell me who you are when you text, okay? If you got any questions, you want to holler at your boy, that's the way to get a hold of me easiest. 209-665-6981. You can reach out from my website, 209dj.com also. But next week, a great show coming as we wind down the season of the Man About Town podcast, Mantica. Everybody that's been on the show, I really appreciate you. You know that though, I've told you. So thank you, and we're back again next week.